I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. It's only 13 payments of $19.99, but wait, there's more! All right, we're back. All right, crinkle, crinkle. I brought chocolate, y'all. Yeah, what kind of chocolate is this? Okay, Ian, this is Rittersport, and it's milk chocolate with butter wafer in the middle. Ooh, thank you. All right, one, two, three. Mmm. 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 It's a foodie cast. Mmm. Didn't we say at one time that we were going to do this show over brunch? We totally did. It would be very hard to set up this whole thing. We could do it in my kitchen while I make brunch. I'd be down for that. I just got a waffle maker. Real? Oh my god, I love waffle makers. It only took 6,000 years to come from Amazon. Really? Yeah. I, um, the one good, I don't know, the one good thing about, like, our dining hall on campus in college was that every Saturday and Sunday, like, on the brunch menu, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, another piece of chocolate. More chocolate. Every Saturday, Sunday, um... There would be um, a, like two or three waffle makers in the dining hall, and mm-hmm. you just got to like ham out over your wall over your, over your waffle. Did your waffle makers print a picture on the waffle? No. 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 That would have been fun, but they're very straightforward. At Elon, it was an E that was like on fire because we're the mm. Elon Phoenix. The school literally rose from the ashes. It set on fire. I was gonna say fun, but like I realized, like not. <laughs> Like, fun to, like, the waffle maker idea, not fun about your school burning down. That's actually sad. I don't think anybody died. That's that's good. I feel like they would have told us about that. Right? Yeah. It would have been, like, not the, like, the Elon Fire Massacre, but it would have had a different, <laughs> it would have had a different name. <clears throat> I think it's just the Elon College Fire. Oh, yeah, that makes we sense. We were the fighting Christians. I, oh, my God. I actually, someone sent me a picture of the first application to attend Elon, Hmm. And it was like, what are your parents' names? Did they go to school? Uh, What are your hobbies? Like, what are you interested in studying? And then at the bottom, it was like, what church do you go to? Wow. Yeah, because, you know, fully Christian institution, but not anymore. Elon actually means oak in Hebrew, so they kind of abandoned that. Now, I didn't get you butter wafer in this bite. That's okay. This is just a fully chocolate bite. Mm. These are pretty big squares, and Ian is housing them. He's like dropping them fully in. I, I'm a disgusting eater. I sometimes don't know why people hang out with me over it's meals. It's not disgusting. I'm just impressed that you're taking it all at once. It's so rich. You're right. He's like Augustus Gloop. Do you think you... Okay, if you were in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which one would you be? Would, would you be Augustus Gloop? No, I think I'd either be Charlie or I'd be Mike TV. I feel like you're the perfect combination of, like, nice Charlie and, like, binge-watching my TV. Right. It would be I would too tempting that. to shrink yourself into Wonka vision. Exactly. It's like, I would be very shy, and then I would see that and be like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's cool. Last wafer bite. I <laughs> think I am... Oh, sorry. I, it's so melty and smushy. Oh, thank you. I think I am Veruca. Give it to me now. I could see that. <laughs> but, like, and I say I that... I want a golden goose. <laughs> I say that more from, like, a typing perspective, like, <laughs> because, like, you can totally, like, pull off the whole, like, listen... It's my money. I want a golden goose or mm-hmm. like stuff like that. I'm thinking like Veruca as like a 26, 27 year old uh, businesswoman. Hmm. Although I'm not sure because I could be Violet Beauregard only because she can't not eat the gobstopper. Mm. Which like if I saw one, 
I mean, I love a gobstopper. Um, those were one of my favorite candies as a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just love when she's like, it's roast beef! Like, she's yeah. so excited about it. Mm. Okay, I'm putting the chocolate wrappings away. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> okay, onto the floor you go. I threw it on Ian's floor. It's great. Ian and I have not been together for a while. Yeah, like, I, the photos of your brother's wedding mm. looked beautiful and so great. How was it? How was being in Austin and for that wedding? And It was so lovely. This is our first time back since I was out of Townsies. In Austin, seeing my brother and my new sister, Lucy, get married. Oh, I love that. It was really... It was really moving. It was a very long weekend of just teary speeches and just, like, wonderful people. And I got to see a bunch of people from school I haven't seen in a long time. And I met cool new people. And um, it was just really nice to see Kevin kind of be proven wrong in the end. Like, he's just kind of a curmudgeon. And Mm. I think for a long time he was convinced that, like, happiness in love just like wasn't for him and Mm -hmm. then along came lucy that's that's great you know you know even 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 those people too (laughs) there's somebody right yeah kevin is kind of a was kind of a serial monogamist and he was in a lot of long-term relationships that were all very meaningful but i never felt that i had a very deep connection with any of his girlfriends until Lucy came along Mm -hmm. and she actively sought out having a separate relationship with me. And so that came up while we were there just like in speeches and there were lots of gifts to be given and, and dancing to do and bars to be at. Wonderful. What the subway is going under us like 60 times. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Um, so yeah, it was great. And while I was gone, or actually I had come back, but I was at a Broadway audition. Ooh, how did it go? It went well. That's it went great. very well. I'm glad to hear it. Um, yeah, I was at an audition when Ian and Katrina had their amazing chat from last week. Yeah, thank you. It was it was fun. It was great catching up with her. It's been a minute. So She's so incredible. My. Just editing that episode, I was livid that I wasn't there. Uh, well, I mean, I, I take that as a compliment. Um, yeah, she, you both were incredible. Thank she you. had such fascinating things to say. Yeah, and <clears throat> she's just so, like, smart and funny, like, and cool, and, like, all the cool yeah. things you want in a friend. Like, she's great. Yeah. So to Katrina and her spouse and her child, Yeah. we love you so much. We love you. Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. Um... All right, should we do the thing that happened this week? I guess so. Are Let's we even going to remember how to do it? Oh, I feel like man. It, it's been so long. It has. It's, it's been, been 84 years. years. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he, when Brock Lovett is like, it's okay, just anything you can remember. She's like, do you want to hear the story or not, Mr. Lovett? <laughs> like, whoa, zero that, to 60, Granny Jesus. That's been a meme lately, which I've been obsessed with. It's been 84 years. Yeah. I also like the one from Spongebob, One Eternity Later. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's do it. High five. Yeah. Nice and crisp. Ooh, that was a crisp yes. one. A crisp high five. Yeah. Um, okay, you want to go first? Sure. All right, Ian Brodsky, what happened to you this week? So I watched a fun little, like fun subway car like series happened on my way to work the other day so wait what yeah so a bunch of us got into 
the same car at 137th because the train was down from that point up. Okay. And so on the way down, like, I just find my seat. Isn't that a song? On the way down. Oh, I thought you were, I thought you meant a. What's that song? Uh. You know oh what I'm talking God. about, though? I know exactly what you're talking about. But I thought you were going to go for, um, making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing a Yeah. Okay, well, um, thus ended the, the first, first tangent. tangent. <laughs> so I'm sitting here, and I'm just, like, I'm, I'm on my, like, phone. I'm just sort of zoned out. And next to me, I see someone start to sit down and then get up and be like, oh, no, after, like, for, like, like you please take it. Like, like with offering, verbal confirmation, offering, offering the seat. Just to someone else, like no, like no one who was like, like decrepitly old or able-bodied, just like out of kindness. That was nice. Yeah, that was really sweet. And then at the next stop, like three people get on. Like one person sits down. The other two people look at this seat, and there's like this giant fly sitting on it. Oh no! So this woman takes off her backpack, swipes it on the seat. And just, like, gestures to this young man goes, like, it's yours now. Oh, cool. And, like, it was just hilarious. Like, we all just kind of watched this happen. We're like, that was cool. Like, that was a nice gesture. Yeah. And then he looks over to, like, the woman who had sit down, um, like, two seats away from him and goes, there was a fly there. She helped me. And, like, it was just <laughs> really sweet. Like, it was just, and this was at, like, 8 in the morning. It was just a great way to start the day. Like, just to see people, like, offering seats left and right. Yeah, offering seats and, like, helping people out on the subway and, like, just being, like, kind to each other because you don't always see that on the subway. And That's true. Yeah. The MTA um, ran that series of ads a couple years ago that was, like, offer up your seat and maybe even do it with a smile. Like, the people will... Um, be grateful even if they don't say thank you. Do you remember that that signage? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we're sure we're certain people will notice even if they don't say thank you. I was like, uh, you're kind of giving them an out there, MTA. Like yeah. to not say thanks for a gesture. Yeah, and it's but like this was like conversation starting for these people and like it was like It's the it weather. Was, it's the that's so the weather. It's hundred oh percent the weather. Is. People came outside that morning and were like there is a God. There is a God. It is <laughs> like 65 degrees out. The sun is shining. It's like 830 in the morning. We are all ready to take on this Sunday. Oh, a Sunday? On a Sunday. Whoa. Yeah. So, Damn. Yeah. And so like that just stuck out in my mind because like it's so rare that you just sort of like not that it's rare that you see this kind of thing, but like it's so nice to see a little like group of people just like helping each other out in, like, the toughest city in the world. Yeah. And, and, like, it all just happened in this, like, concentrated little car, and I was, like, I was just kind of in the middle of it, like, smiling out, like, I was going to say smiling out loud, but, like, just smiling at all of this stuff. Smiling out loud. Smiling out loud. So beaming that everybody could hear. Like, it was great. Like, and it it was a great start to the week, I would say. That's nice. I love that story. Yeah. So. It's nice to know that when the clouds part and it starts to warm up that there are humans in the zombies that oh we are. Oh my god, it makes all the difference. Today one of the uh, one of the girls that I nanny, at, I went to see A Quiet Place the movie. How was it? It was great. great. Um, yeah, there are a couple plot holes, but like for the most part fantastic. Mm-hmm. A thriller. Okay. A thriller, not a great. horror film. Sure. And, uh, and she goes, what's it about? I said, well, it's in a post-apocalyptic world. And she goes, uh, and she goes, what is that? 
And so I start to explain potential apocalypses and nuclear war and zombies and monsters and whatever else, you know, that comes to mind with that phrase. And it really does feel like we have, like, beaten the winter apocalypse. Oh, my God. The snowmageddon that was. Exactly. Yeah. Man. I'm very happy about it. Thanks. It's it's a small thing that happened this week, but, like, it stuck out and... Yeah, it was. It's it's yeah, nice to see positivity. Small things can make all the, div- all the not the dividends, the, the dividends. Yes. The, div- the dividends. They can make the dividends. We're taking dividends on this, honey. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll edit this somehow to make it make sense. Sure. Sure. So that makes me happy to hear. Yeah. Thank you. Well, it, thank you for sharing. Uh, thank you for having me. We're all just so thankful. <laughs> There's um, this. Um, there's this composer that I know, John Bucchino, who has a song called uh, Grateful, and the tag of it is, I'm truly blessed and duly grateful. And Aww. I'm just like, oh, pow, 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 Sunday morning. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, is it my turn? It's your turn. My turn. So this past weekend... My roommates and I went bowling, and then on the way home, one of the roommates wanted to stop by the bar that her boyfriend works at, and we were going to, like, add him to our harem, and we would all go home together to our apartment. So we go to his bar, and when we get there, he and the rest of the staff are cashing out with the manager and, like, filling out, um, I can't remember what it's called. I've waited so many tables, but... It's where you print at the end and it tells you how many receipts you have and how much money you did and Mm. whatever. And then you fill it out and you tell them what they owe you and you get cashed out. Oh, wow. So not like eh, where I worked immediately, but anyway, it doesn't really matter to this story. So they were doing all this math at one of the high top tables when we came in and I happened to be wearing a shirt that said, the future is female. Mm -hmm. Okay. The manager looks at me and says, I like your shirt. And I say, oh, he is a man, just to be clear. Cool. (laughs) He says, I like your shirt. I say, thanks. You know, sometimes I think it should say identified. (laughs) (laughs) The future is female identified. Like, as a joke, but also, like, I really think they should make those (laughs) t-shirts. And uh, and he was like, huh, yeah. And then that was it. Huh. Then we were getting ready to leave, and he comes up to me and gives me kind of a one-armed hug, and is like, hey, great to meet you. Um, about your shirt, you know, I tell my my friend all the time, uh, a, a woman that he named, he's like, I tell my friend all the time that I really would love if men were innocuous in the next 10 years, completely inconsequential, if women would just step up and make it happen. He goes, it's really on you guys, and he gestures to me and my roommates, for you to make this happen. And I really hope that you all do that, because I would love to see it. And I <laughs> I said, huh, okay, well, uh, we're, we're trying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we went to the subway, and roommate's boyfriend asks me, or I guess it comes up, he doesn't ask me, he, it comes up. Uh, about meeting his coworkers, and I said, "Yeah, it was cool that he complimented my shirt, but then your manager kind of um, did the opposite, right? 
by saying that a future that is that is powerful for females and where women have power is on us to create. And then I started to get really mad about it. Yeah. The onus is not on us. Like, no offense, Ian. You know I love you, but, like, men did this to us. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. I don't... It was like he was like... At first, it was like, I love your shirt. And I was like, oh, haha, I feel like it should, you know, be elaborated upon. Then a moment later, he's like, about your shirt, I agree, but that's on you. You, if you want power, should take it. I'm like, wait, what? I... Uh... First off, that means the power's up for grabs, which, right. like, it isn't. I, I like, I almost feel bad <laughs> because it's like, he definitely means so well and he wants to, like, but it sounds like so he... so ignorant. It is so ignorant. It, like, it just sounds like he is trying, like, he's actively trying to be part of the solution, but, like, no one has told him, like, you need to, like, reconsider the way you think, brah. Well, oh, I... Oh, God, like, I, and I would be mad, too, if I were you. Yeah, I was just mad at the whole, at, at, like, I guess it was that, that he thought he was, he was helping the cause and by being an ally, but really he's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. So, um, it, it just got me thinking this week about just, like, how many people, and whether I've done this in other civil rights fights. Mm-hmm. Whether people who believe that they're being allies are actually non-knowingly denigrating the cause every now right. and then. Right, yeah. Like, I started to think about, like, my, like, alliedness to... Is that the word? Alliedness? Alliedness? I, that sounds right. Yeah. We'll go with my it. My being an ally... Yeah. ...to uh, the LGBTQIA plus community. Sure. Or to... Um, to people of color or, Mm -hmm. you know, to native peoples or Mm -hmm. like, and I was just, it just kind of rocked my boat for a minute to be like, okay, I'm pretty sure I haven't done that, but just in case I have, (laughs) I'm just going to like check myself next time. I think that's the best that we can do that anybody can do is like, Hey, I like your shirt. That's the end of it. Like I support that statement. Right on. Totally. Totally. Because what if someone had, all right, we're about to take a left turn and like, guys, just go with me on this. Okay. If someone had a black power shirt on and I was like, yeah, right on, love your shirt. That needs to be the end of it. Because the moment that I elaborate. You dig a hole. A white person is then justifying a movement that I'm not a part of. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't like, and it's because of my people the whites as a group, <laughs> the whites, <laughs> the whites, that that shirt is even necessary. Right. And so I, that's how I felt when he was sure. Yeah. Not that those, no, I get that. Not that those two struggles are the same, but I would say that I would say that they're equal in like the length of their history. I was going to say they definitely stem from like the same problem. Uh, yes. But uh, this is not to say that the struggle of women is the same as people of color, no. particularly the black community. Like, right. All respect to you. Of course. Anyway. So I was just like, bro, like if you, if you agree with it, that's the end of the sentence. I yeah, don't know. like that's. And then I said to him, I was like, you know, we're trying. And my roommate looked at me, and she like half-heartedly smiled because we were like both thinking the same thing. Like, you, you like telling us it's up to us to take power. I don't know. It was, it was a little crazy. It's a little <laughs> crazy, and it's like, I feel like there's a lot to deconstruct there. Like just about like 
him and like I like his point of view and like the way that he was upraised. It's a lot to unpack just in like yeah. that tiny exchange that like again like I kind of feel bad like he yeah. definitely like he I'm sure he wants to help but there was one other part of it that kind of piqued my interest okay and I don't think that just tell me what you think of this sure when we were on this at the subway waiting on the platform and I told roommate's boyfriend that I felt that what the manager did was weird and what he said was honestly mm-hmm. like not helping the cause and like kind of backwards I said and like you're I said about the manager, like that guy's white maleness sure. is not, it, it's not where I want that, that discussion to come from. Mm-hmm. And white male roommate's boyfriend said, well, actually he's Mexican American. He's white passing. Hmm. Now there's a lot to unpack there, sure. but the part I wanted to focus on was like white male roommate's boyfriend defending white passing male manager just for like a split second, I was like, bro, you literally didn't listen to anything I, I said. Yeah, I feel like that's like that's not even the point of this conversation. Although, like, to be fair, a person of color that's white passing, I mean, that's like a whole nother something. It's a whole nother conversation yeah. about privilege and... Yeah, I mean, <sighs> yeah, I was... It well, was just the like an interesting count. little something to yeah. tell me Yeah, and like, I mean, well... I feel like the short answer is like the problem doesn't stem from the whiteness or the white passing. It stems from the male, pers- like the male part of it. Like maybe that's, like, that's like the very, like, but white- like the one sentence log line of like my deconstruction of what would be my deconstruction of that scenario. Hearing it from like, like hearing it from outside. Yeah. I guess, I guess I only identify the white maleness being like the, the main persecution of all like peoples, yeah. <laughs> other groups. Right. Is because, like, oh, this siren, siren is, is not, not where, where you are. are. Is because no other group of men took power from white women. Like, they right. haven't thwarted us in any way. Like, we are still, as long as time can remember, more respected sociologically sure. than than most other group of men that are not white. Yes. I don't know. In my perspective. But it also is white. It's white. <laughs> it's very white. Very white. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just, it was, it. Well, I mean, I, I hope, <laughs> I kind of hope he like learns from that and kind of like he reflects. He took nothing. Okay. He took Fun. nothing. All right. I'm sure you're right, but. I uh, wish, I wish that that had opened his eyes for two seconds, but I think he wanted to hear himself ally himself with women. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man. I tell my friend all the time, like, it's really up to you guys to really, like, take the power and, like, make it. I would love if men were inconsequential in 10 years. I would love that. I just really feel like it's not going to be possible if you all don't. It's like, it's not, know, it's not up to it. me to make it happen as a man. Like, yeah. He was like, I've already set you up for success. Yeah. A man what, probably what, what made that you, t-shirt. What more do you want from me? <laughs> And also, like, in the grand scheme of things, am I helping the cause? I'm wearing a t-shirt. Like, I'm not making the biggest statement. No. I'm not going to the... I've never been to the Women's March. <laughs> like, Oh, neither have I. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could I could be doing more. Yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> I'm wearing I feel like a you t-shirt. At least, I feel like you at least advertised your, like, your alignment on the right side of history, mm-hmm. though. And I feel like that's a minimal way of, like, 
doing something. Although, you know what's crazy is I took that t-shirt with me to Austin, and I didn't want to wear it around my family, because I knew that this conversation would come up. That's smart, though. But also, like, a little bit cowardly. Like, if you believe it, like, wear it. Come on. Yeah, but like, but also, like, I just don't blame you for, like, just not getting to that conversation on that, like, yeah, for guess. that event of all events. Like, I get it. Like, it's something that my family would dive right into, but I, I don't oh, blame you. Oh, my family you. would dive right in. Like, it I don't... It would just all be negative. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't... Like, I, I guess, like, I just... I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if y'all hadn't heard... The future's female, y'all. It is. Yeah. Get on board. I mean, honestly, I don't really want the future to be 100% female. I would like the future parody. to be... Yeah, gender parity. I don't yeah. think it's that hard. There's more women than men on this planet. It's true. We're 51% of Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the listeners can't see, but I just straightened just up like... my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> my dastardly mustache. Exactly. I'm then going to strap someone across the train tracks and get Rocky and Bullwinkle Exa- to save her. <laughs> yeah, you still love Rocky and Bullwinkle. Boris and Natasha. I think they're amazing. Second tangent. Um, yeah. When my roommate moved out, um, a couple bought her bed off of her, and their names were Boris and Natasha. You told me this okay. on the show before. Okay, I'm sure. good. Because I was literally liking these people, and like, I might, this might be the end of it for me. Like, I don't actually believe that I'm meeting two people named Boris and Natasha at the same time. <laughs> like, I wonder how many couples in Russia are Boris and Natasha. I wonder too. Because it makes me think like there's a lot of people in France that are like, this is Amelie and Jean Luc. They're right? a couple. Right. Yeah. 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 And Pierre. And Pierre. Okay, on to the quiz. On to the quiz. Quiz time! Uh, that was like a pop one. That was great. Yeah. That's great. Do you like I have to throw back my head every time it's I true. do it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ian Brodsky. What are you obsessed with this week, you what man? <laughs> it me. Um, <laughs> it me. <laughs> I, I, actually, I feel like you'd appreciate this because I'm obsessed with the SNL app. Yes, so the Saturday Night Live app for iPhone and iPad, it has pretty much every sketch of all time from SNL history. Amazing. And I'm loving that because, like, I was telling a friend the other day, like, I'm going back to, like, the season one and see, like, the first five years of that original show and seeing what that show was designed to be. Yeah. Before it became, like, and I love it now, but before, like, before it became a show about current events. Um, like, cause they're, like, it is just so, like, fun and delightful and, like, everyone is just having such a good time and, like, it's just really original, brilliant material and the talent is, like, all there and I'm obsessed with, like, Jane Curtin and Gilda Radner and Lorraine Gilda Newman. Gilda Radner is bae. She's incredible. She died so young. Yeah. Um, and she was so fucking talented. Um... Today, I read a tweet from Demia Dijuibe, um, co-host of The Gilmore Guys with friend of the pod, Kevin Porter. Yes. Demi tweeted a picture of the original What's Up With That, that ooh Yeah. What's up with that? What's up with that? And in the audience, in the front section where they put all the hot people in the audience, was mm-hmm. Saoirse Ronan. Damn. Just attending the show. And oh then my God. who would have known that like seven years later she would be hosting the show? Up for an Oscar. I know. Crazy. Crazy. So crazy. There's like Guy, Guy Fieri in the audience. Really? I also like the old um, 
uh, inside the actor's studio with like old like actors that then became successful that were at pace at the time, like students. Oh, Bradley yeah. Cooper is the funniest one when he gets up with huh. his spiked blonde tips and is like asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That's so true. I bet there's a whole Tumblr of like famous people in studio audiences. Right. Like Oh my god, that's like the perfect when. place for that, like yeah. for that blog too. Oh hundred maybe I should create it, but it would mean that I would have to go through so much content. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But guys, if you want to. <laughs> if you want to, this week's thing at gmail.com. Let run, us know. Run with the idea, yeah. please. Okay, Ian Brodsky, question number two. Three fingers up. Lee. Never have I ever eaten a dragon fruit. Down. Never have I ever drank Johnny Walker Black. Down. Never have I ever... Done a walkathon. Nope. Never have I ever lost my car keys. Down. Not permanently, but like I know I've like <laughs> definitely misplaced them and it set me back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what are you watching and listening to this week? Ooh, I have been listening. Jason Mraz has a new single out and it is delightful. Is he I love it. Still making music. He is still making music. The geek and the pink, honey. And like it's just like. It's just so happy, and I, I just love do, listening do, to do, it. Do, 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 do. Um, so that's been like on my on my playlists. Um, <laughs> on my playlists. <laughs> yeah. That's your drag name. On, on my playlists. <laughs> um, I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine and loving it. Um, it's just it's just so good. And um, I caught up on Champions and Superstore the other day. So like, just a lot of like fun light sitcom material, really. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I'm listening to because I know it's a lot of my usual podcasts. Um, a lot of Foster the People lately. Like, one of my supervisors yesterday, like, was introduced. Which album? Um, kind of like all of them. Like, like different songs from different albums. Okay. Because one of my coworkers put it on in, um, the stockroom. And, like, it's so fun watching my other supervisor, like, learn music. Like, discover music. So today, he wants to listen to that stuff. And I was like, I got this. <laughs> so yeah, so that's been uh, that's been on the rotation. And Amy Winehouse, Amy Winehouse has come up. Yeah, and rip, like, rip, rip. And yeah, she's just absolutely brilliant. So yeah, she yeah. is brilliant. Last person you texted that wasn't me because I know it was. Oh, it was uh, it was my aunt Tina. Hi, Aunt yeah. Tina. Aunt Tina's coming up for Mother's Day. For Mother's Day, yes. Aunt Tina. Yes. Okay, amazing. And our favorite question this week and every week, mm. who would you like to wish well? Mm. I'm going to wish well my parents' dog, Lacey. Lacey dog! Yeah, because I get to see her this week, and I'm very excited. We've never wished well anyone who wasn't a human. For, this week's first. This week's first. First things this week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, well, amazing. Yes, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. And now it's your turn. My turn. Claire Manship. Yes, hello. What are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with having gel nail polish. Oh, congrats. It's lasted since before the wedding, and it's supposed to last at least another week. Um, I just really like that I don't have to do anything to it, and yeah. it just... Sparkles, honey. And it doesn't chip or anything? I mean, it does on the back a little bit, because when it's painted up on your cuticles, if your cuticles aren't pushed back... Oh, I see. ...or, like, cut back, then sure. um, eventually it starts to, like, fade back there. But in the front, oh. yeah. Super yeah. sturdy. 
Sturdy-licious. are weird. Um, cuticles are weird. It's like skin but not skin that's right. growing down on top of your bone that's not a bone. Ugh. It's weird. Bodies are weird, man. Bodies are weird, man. All right. Uh, three fingers up in the air. Um, air, air. Um, oh, I do want to say, tangent number three. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> that at the wedding, I was finding all sorts of opportunities to air horn. Yes. So like, air, air. Bow, bow, bow. Yes. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> I oh really like doing that. Three I, fingers in the air. Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. Um, that's one of my favorite apps is just an air horn just app. Just the air horn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, thus endeth the, the third, third tangent. tangent. Um, okay. Uh, never have I ever been to Sunday mass. Down. You I know that one's a little that's pointed, but. fucking targeted as I fuck. know, but it's true. You dick. Um, yeah, I deserve that. Jesus um, Christ. Um, I deserve that dick. Um, uh, <laughs> you take that dick and you like it. <laughs> um, never have I ever been to a soccer game. Down. Never have I ever made fruit punch from scratch. Mm, I don't think so. Never have I ever had a Smirnoff ice. <laughs> Down. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, my my brother and his friends play the ice game. Oh yeah, yeah. We actually we iced Lucy at the wedding reception, and That's she amazing. had to take one at the head table. It was awesome. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, icing is a big part of uh, our family and yeah. our friends. Yeah. Okay, so that mm-hmm. that that that's done. Yeah. All right. Um, Mazels of the oh yeah. I just blacked out there. I was like, Mazels of the Week. We are we are Ian, just breezing through this quiz fuck time. Over the quiz twice. <laughs> I know that's on me. Um, Any whom, uh, what are you watching and listening to? So I also finished this season of Superstore. Yeah. Silicon Valley is back. Yes. The Handmaid's Tale is back. Ooh. And I also um, am binging through Sex in the City right now. Really? I am into the middle of season four out of six. And I've, I've seen most episodes on, you know, TBS or whatever, whenever it's on. Um, but I'm really enjoying the storytelling. It yeah. in no way passes the Bechtel test at any time ever. But I really love it. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. It's written by, it was written by like gay men, right? Or like. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I just remember hearing that on a podcast and I was like, okay, I get that. That makes sense to me. Yes. Okay. But it's based on the books by Candace Bushnell. Got it. Yes. All right. Yeah, so um, that, and um, I just started listening to, I'm trying to stretch my wings in uh, podcasting listening. Mm-hmm. So I started, I mean, I'm still on the NPR network pretty much all the time, but I have been listening to Invisibilia, Ooh. and uh, just got started with an episode there about the first kind of American Idol style competition in Somalia, and how it was like risking mm. all of their lives. Because music is kind of forbidden by terrorist organizations there. Like piracy and terrorism. Yeah, so that was kind of crazy. Into that. And uh, I also... Ooh, I want to play it. We don't play a lot of music on the show because we don't have an ASCAP agreement. But you know what? They'll forgive us. Yeah. Um, Does anybody remember this song? Yes. This is Cheryl Lynn doing Got To Be Real. I'm just going to jam. I'm doing it. Yes, yeah, dance it out. Next time you teach class, can you warm up to this? Yeah. To be real. 
Oh, and there's an incredible key change in the song. Hold on, let me see. Yes. I forgot forgot about that. I've been listening to that song, and it's really getting me uh, in the mood for the spring and summer. I am all about that it. That is such like a like a spring bop. Yeah, like Cheryl Lynn got to be real. She's got to be real. Yeah, yeah, incredible. So that yeah, those these, those them's 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 yes. the answers. Cool. So who was the last person you texted aside from me? No cheating. I think it was one of my, we didn't go to Elon at the same time, but we met at an alumni event, this guy, Mm. Ben, and we've been trying to meet up to have coffee. So I was talking to him about that. Fun. Yeah. Cool. And finally, one person or, and now we've expanded to uh, animals. Uh, (laughs) Animals. One sentient thing. Um, (laughs) Living or not, who you may or may not know, who you'd like to wish well. Mm. I would like to wish well my second grade teacher, Mrs. Harnley. Ooh. Second grade was really just a great year. And I do a lot of reading and writing with the kids that I nanny, particularly the one that's in second grade right now. I love that. And it's just making me really grateful for great teachers, including yes. Mrs. Harnley for making reading interesting, for showing me all the rolled doll that I could ever want. Ooh, nice. I was Matilda. Like, oh I really, God. I really was. I just got Mara Wilson's book, so I'm very excited to crack that open. <gasps> That'll be great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just loved that year so much. And it was the first year, uh, that I was in a new school, a new school opened up and we got redistricted. Wow. And so all the kids, it was like a brand new building and it just had really good vibes and her classroom was always so positive. And she used to play this amazing game where it was like, what are you feeling? Where she'd open up a crown royal bag. You know, those crown royal drawstring bags? Yeah. She'd fill it with like beans or corks or... Um, or po- like bottle tops or something and you'd hmm. reach in and you'd be like what am I feeling and it was like a fun group show and tell Ooh. of like like sensual learning almost that's cool sounds sexual but you know what I mean I know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. great so yeah oh, I love that that's I wonderful hope, I hope wherever she is that she is doing great great yeah Mrs. Harnley love her great Mazel of the week honey Mazel of the week Ian who do you want to congratulate this week I want to congratulate my friend Sean Furphy. Mazel um, Sean Furphy. Mazel Sean Furphy because he he is um, an electrician for the theater. For the theater. And he landed this incredible, amazing gig that he just left town for. And the only reason I'm being cryptic about it is because I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it is, even though I know what it is. Mm. Um, but, like, it is just such a great career move for him because he is new to the city. He dove in head first and he just started networking and booking things left and right and now he has this big ass like show opportunity on his plate and I just could not be happier for him. Yes, Mazel. Mazel. And what's your Mazel of the week, Claire? My Mazel of the week is also theatrical. Yes. To the cast of SpongeBob SquarePants the musical Yay. with 12 Tony nominations. That's awesome. They won four outer critics today. Great. And I think Ethan Slater is 
the tits. <laughs> I so love it. mazel to that whole team, to my dear friends that are in it. I think I'm actually going to go back and see it again this weekend. Nice. Because I just love it so much. Yeah. And you know what? Little mazel to me because I'm a member of TDF now. Yes. Yes. Mazel. Oh, that's great. Going to get those discount tickets, honey. Yes. Okay, well, on that note, is it time for plugs? It's plug time. I do want to say, Ian, mazel to you as well, because you did the plugs very well last week. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I was so nervous. You did them very well. The only thing you forgot was our website, but, like, Uh, no one really goes to that. Well, now's our chance. Now's our chance. Guys, 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 right this second, you need to go... (laughs) We need it. All right. So thisweeksthing.com, you guys know the drill. Go to the website, find out upcoming guests. We're about to take our summer break in just a few episodes. Um, But that being said, uh, that's where you should go to learn more about us and the show and get in on the feed. Yeah. Which you can do by emailing us at thisweeksthing.com. I mean, uh, thisweeksthing at gmail.com. That's right. And at thisweeksthing is our handle. Twitter is the easiest way to get a hold of us. Yeah. Yeah. And where can people find you, Claire? At Womanship, W-O-M-A-N-S-H-I-P, on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com, and Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship. Yeah. Ian Brodsky, where can people find you? Ooh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ibrowski, and on Facebook.com slash Brodsky Ian. Amazing. Yeah. Until next week, I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was the, the thing, thing that, that happened, happened this week. week. Bye, team. Bye. Bye.